Welcome to the 3D Print Entrepreneur Podcast hosted by Print That Thing, where we help you become a 3D print designer. I'm your host, Jay Wall, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking to Javier, aka McGuybeer. McGuybeer is one of my fellow Blender designers who is creating these adorable articulated designs that are irresistible. We had a great chat about his workflow when creating these designs, his process selling designs on My Mini Factory and Colts 3D, and how putting prices on your designs actually makes your designs even better. Before we dive into the interview, let's get a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Print That Thing, an educational platform that helps you become a 3D print designer within 30 days. We provide easy-to-digest lessons that compound so you can learn fast. Sure, you can learn 3D print design on YouTube, but we teach a unique and flexible workflow not found anywhere else. You'll learn by doing, while creating 10 unique designs, giving you a strong foundation to get you 3D printing your own ideas. If you want to unleash your superpower of 3D print design, become a member at ptt.live for designs, courses and community all right welcome back everybody today we have javier mcgyber if you're following him on instagram but he's one of uh, one of the coolest designers i've seen he's using blender and he's doing these really adorable and just professional articulated designs welcome javier how are you doing today hi hi jason uh, thanks a lot for inviting me <laughs> yeah i'm glad to have you so super stoked um for anyone who doesn't know uh kind of tell us your kind of what you do like your normal job or kind of how you got into 3D printing um, so far? Yeah, uh, so I work as an electronic engineer on a R&D physics project. So some years ago, we bought uh, a 3D printer to do some uh, printing prototypes and printing some enclosures and clamps. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I immediately fell in love with 3D printing. And just a couple of months later, I had my own. Nice. Printer. Which one did you get? Do you will you remember? Yeah, the first one was a uh, uh, Prusa-like. Oh, nice printer from a Spanish uh, brand. Cool. That's great. So then, like, how did you did? So when did you start like creating your own designs? Kind of when did that start coming about? Mm -hmm. I guess yeah, almost from the beginning, I started creating some uh, keychains and small pieces for friends and things like that and later on I discovered uh, some articulated designs from Amao Chan you know him Amao Chan I don't know I've probably seen him but I might not know the, the, the yeah, profile has this uh, articulated turtle that moves and also the pangolin definitely I've heard of um, fab 365 where they do like the cars and things yeah they yeah. Use, yeah so uh, then I that blows blows my mind yeah. and thought man, you can uh, design uh, printing place articulate designs that cannot be produced in, uh, in other... Uh-huh. Uh like traditional ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pre-assembled. I know. that That's so funny. Like the first time I printed, a, it was a car and it, and it, and it like was on its side and, the, and it did the wheels and then the body of the car and it came out and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm right there with you. I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to do more print and place design and yours are inspiring me a lot. Um, so tell us kind of what softwares you, you use, maybe the process, how long it takes to make a model or anything like that that may help listeners. Yeah, uh, so in the beginning, I used uh, Fusion 360 mm -hmm. because uh, mainly for the joints and the articulated parts. Mm -hmm. uh, but... I can I couldn't do the, the organic modeling and so 
later I moved to, to Blender. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, yes. Oh, you um, moved to Blender? Yes, I saw that. Yeah. That's so, I, I love that. So yeah, so, why, what, what, uh, so you needed more organic. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I wanted my, my designs to look uh, soft and to look uh, cute. Mm -hmm. They are, so, they're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So that's something that it's uh, very difficult to do with a CAD program. Mm -hmm. and I, so I was looking for something to sculpt. Nice. So, so yeah, you, I love sculpting. I know a lot of people, like a lot of my students, even they're like kind of scared of it, but I think it's like, it's one of the most fun parts. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's easier than like, it seems. And there yeah. are lots of tutorials online of uh, 3D sculpting that, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. What, really so, what um i guess so when you're doing the joints are you still are you doing the joints in blender now like the actual like the 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 uh articulation kind of parts or do you do well, like do you like do like a hybrid sometimes i do a hybrid first mm -hmm. uh, for me it's easier and quicker to to design the joint in fusion 360 i print just the joint to, uh -huh. to check that it works and it moves like like i expect Right. And then I move it to, to Blender and continue for, from them. Boom. And then just bullying it together. That's cool. So what is the timeline to make some of these designs? Like, is it, we talking like hours, days, weeks? Like, well, what do you like to use or how much time do you like to spend on these? Yeah, for me, it's weeks because I have a very small uh, free time you know, every ah. day. So it's long a longer process than uh, i want but uh, i'm some yeah normally you... it's like two days of uh, thinking about it uh, getting a, an image on my mind uh -huh. and doing some sketches oh, okay i was just about to say do you sketch so you're just sketching out that's great i do that too yeah. i think it's like very helpful just to it's almost like pre-rapid prototyping you know before you go in yeah because sometimes in your mind it's uh, one way and mm -hmm. then you when you draw it you see you're like uh, oh no this will collide this will not move right right <laughs> cannot be printed story of my life that's what i've been working on a battery box and i've been like i'll open the hinge and it's like oh, oh, nah. <laughs> um, so i know that feeling so you said that you and you do a lot of this in your free time so are you eventually trying to make this your full-time career or do you just do you want to keep it as a hobby uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm right, still right. thinking about it because I I enjoy my job and mm -hmm. I like engineering, mm -hmm. but I also like 3D design. So for me, the ideal scenario will be 50-50. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. If your employer would be cool with that. But um, so when you're at your day job, are you doing actual design too? Like, yes. like 3D? Uh, yes. Uh, I started doing some... Uh, small mechanical designs for, for prototypes or even for uh, putting together the electronics with the, the detector that, that we are using. Mm -hmm. So I'm always uh, working on 3D related stuff. Cool, cool. So it's in your blood now. <laughs> That's cool. I love that you're a designer by day and a designer by night. <laughs> I also love your, you got a website going. I saw that. And that I'm really, really proud that you are charging for your designs. Cause I know a lot of people give them away for free. Did you give them away for free in the beginning and then start charging or kind of what was that process like? 
So the first one were free because I didn't know that uh, they will become so popular. popular. Right. Um, I designed them just uh, f- for me, really. Right, right. So I, I didn't expect uh, lots of people to download them. So I designed them just for, for me. So once I realized that I could make some money, yeah. uh, the process of the, the design is not the same because I'm more... Uh, focused on giving a, a more re- reliable design. I do ah. some more uh, post, process, post designing tests before uploading the design. Mm-hmm. I'm, I try to be sure that it can be printed at different scales and on different printers, mm-hmm. even on res- resin printers. So it's not that, uh, I mean, I put more a lot of more of effort I love that. I love that. Cause I did the same thing. I, I did all my designs for free. And then once I started like, Oh, I'm going to sell this. It really does make you think more because you know, you're kind of attaching more value on it. Yeah. And so, if people are paying for that, uh, they expect to, to have a, a professional piece. Yes. I concur a hundred percent that definitely that's, Oh man, I love you said that. Um, <laughs> well, where do you, what do you think like the, or what is your favorite kind of aspect of 3d printing just in general, like in the whole, uh, 3D printing stratosphere. <laughs> uh, well, I really like the community that has grown around the, the 3D printing. <laughs> yeah. Because there are a lot of people uh, willing to help each other and are really crazy cool ideas around that. Uh, every day there is someone that uh, came up with a brilliant idea that it's, it will not be possible without 3D printing. Yep. And the community. Yeah. A lot of, I, I think the, com- the community is where it's at. Like, that's just what it is. It's yeah. just, uh, it's amazing. So I was also curious, like, I know you're doing mainly um, digital files, like people can buy the STLs, but have you ever dabbled or thought about or experimented with like print on demand, like with another person or printing them yourself and selling? Like, have you ever done anything like that? Uh, I thought about it, but uh, as I don't have uh, a lot of free time, uh, right. that it's a stop for me. So instead of printing and selling the designs, I make some agreements with, with people around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that people that I know that they print quality uh, pieces. And so they sell the, they sell the designs. And cool. Yeah, no, I love selling designs too. I'm kind of dabbling more into the print on demand, but have you ever had issues? I know I've talked with a lot of designers on this podcast uh, season and pretty much all of them had have issues with people stealing their designs. Have you ever, is there any story that you've experienced something like that? Well, uh, every day, almost every day, (laughs) I receive emails uh, from people reporting that someone is selling your design, Uh someone is uh, taking profit of your uh, ideas. Right. So yeah, it's a common. Yeah, we've got to figure. That's what I kind of want to talk just about this podcast in general, just bringing that topic up more and more. It's because it's like, I mean, as designers, we're only going to get better and better, right? (laughs) So it's like our intellectual property might, you know, become more and more and more and more valuable over the years. 
So it's like, that's uh, if anyone listening has some ideas or ways to fix this problem, let us know. This is great. But yeah, it's, and it comes back to the community. The community is looking out for you as a designer because they know yours, it's yours because it's got your style and your yeah, vibe. There are a lot of uh, really concerned people that reach me worried about this uh, issue. That's beautiful. Well, where do you think the 3D print kind of industry is headed as far as design or what do you want to be able to do with your designs in the future? Is there any kind of dreams you have? Uh, so uh, I think that we are just on, at the beginning of the 3D printing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it is growing really quickly in uh, just a few years. Uh, we have, we had a lot of advancement on medical applications, mm -hmm. uh, building, with concrete printers, oh, ceramic yes. printers, even glass. So oh. I don't know. I think that uh, in a few years we will think that uh, how could we live without 3D printers before? Right, right. Yeah, no, I totally feel you on that. I hope that's what it is. I think I've been watching the trends because I've been doing, when did you start like kind of getting into 3D print? Well, do you remember the year? So, yeah, it was late 2014. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're early adopter still. And I mean, I feel like there was a time where it kind of calmed and kind of slowed down a little bit, but now it seems to be coming back up a little bit as far as just adoption for the rest of the globe. And so mm -hmm. I think, what do you think, uh, or do you have any advice for people listening who want to do what you're doing, like making designs and selling them? Any advice for them if they're just wanting to get started? So I think the most uh, important advice that I could, could give them is to, to enjoy the, the designs. Because if you want to, to design as, a, as your way of life, uh, mm -hmm. you have to enjoy it. Because if not, it makes no sense. So Definitely. <laughs> yeah, Pat, follow your passions. What's your passion yeah. about? Yeah, I think I'm going to do like hats. So is there any other like... Like, I know you're mainly doing articulated designs, but is there any other thing you've been thinking about? Like, oh, I kind of want to try this or I want to make one of these, maybe anything like that? Yes, I, well, I did a non-articulated uh, model uh, called the Invisible Death. Which the Missile was, of Death? Yeah, the Invisible Death. It was, uh, it was, it was for free because it was my first non-articulated ah. uh, design. And I wanted to experiment with... Uh, uh, more detailed sculpting and yeah. another kind of yeah i would like also to do more designs like that but i don't have the time <laughs> right 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 well hopefully we'll get to, yeah anyone listening go check out his website his instagram and you know purchase some of these prints they're incredible i haven't even printed one but i really want to print that ladybug that you just made that's <laughs> really cool so i need to i need to do that i've been just printing my ideas but i really do love your style and your vibe um yes. what um I want to see like, well, are, are there any like other designers that you look at that are like, oh, I really like them, either 3D print design or just 3D designers in general? I know you mentioned one earlier. Yeah, uh, I think that my main inspiration was uh, Amao Chan. Uh, uh, okay, I need to look him up. I'll yeah, I'll I'll message with you later. I want to I want to see some links for that. <laughs> yeah, his designs are uh, very popular, mm -hmm. and it's also like. Uh, origami 3d models that yes. also articulated yes and he releases very few models every year but 
every time he released a new model, it's like on end. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Send me a link and I'll put it in the description below so other people can check it out too. Did you ever, you mentioned origami. Did you ever do origami or anything when you were a kid? No. Not, yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. <laughs> um, you were saying the sculpting. Um, let's play a game, I guess. Like, yeah. So if you're, if you're are interested in like, you know, supporting him and his, his new design journey and, uh, you know, getting him a 50, 50, uh, career going here. That's what, that's what I would love for all the designers out there. Um, but go check him out at his website and the Instagram. Right. And so tell us, and where did the name MacGyver, where did that, how did that, how do you say it? Well, uh, it, it came from, uh, I mean, do, do you know uh, the roller derby sport? Oh, yeah. Tough. Yeah. So I, I'm a bench coach of one team of roller derby. And in roller derby, uh, every, people, every person has a, a nickname. Ah. They give their nickname to, their nickname to you. So you, you don't choose. Your oh, nickname. that's cool. That's cool. So some, a friend uh, thought that you should be called MacGyver. That's MacGyver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're drinking a beer. Yeah. You got <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. So you do roller derby? That's crazy. Whoa, you're strong, yeah. man. You're tough. Uh, I'm not skating, but I'm bench coach of the Valencia roller derby team. Wow. Wow. And you're yeah, you're in Spain, right? Yeah. Wow. So I was that's what I was gonna ask you. I was, I was blanking out on what I was trying to ask. Um, have you ever heard or thought of or have you ever it kind of just what do you know about 4D printing? Have you ever dabbled into that realm? Uh, about what? Sorry. Uh, four. So we have three D printing, but have you ever dabbled into uh, the idea of four D printing? Four D printing? No. <laughs> okay. It's just like oh, over time. Okay. Essentially, like uh, I, the way I think of it is like imagine like a house, or maybe you buy something from IKEA, and then it's like this little box, right? It's like all origami folded in, and then you add some type of additive, like a water or heat or something, and then it slowly just unfolds. And so that's essentially 4D is the time that it takes to unwrap, you know, unwind itself. Uh, yeah, so essentially yeah. as designers, like we would be programming all that and then folding it up or whatever. Oh, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That would be another step. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, let's play a game. So I want to just kind of throw two words at you and then just say whichever one kind of uh, resonates with you more. Or you can say pass. Okay. Ready? All right. So yeah. PLA or TPU? PLA. Uh, FDM or SLA? FDM. 3D scan or 3D model? 3D model. <laughs> supports or no supports? No supports. Yeah. Um, <laughs> STL or OBJ? Hmm. Uh, STL. Precision modeling or sculpting? Oh, both of them. <laughs> yeah, combine them. I love it. Uh, Prusa Slicer or Cura Slicer or other? Prusa Slicer. Uh, My Mini Factory or Colts 3D? Oh, that's a uh, nah, pass. <laughs> pass, yeah. Um, Shapeways or 3D Hubs? I guess you don't do print on demand that much, but you may. Uh, Shapeways or 3D Hubs or pass? Uh, pass. Um, practical design or decorative design? Decorative design. Ooh. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Together. <laughs> yeah. Together, yeah. Yeah. Um, digital download 
or sell something print on demand? Digital download. Sell a product or take on a client? Sell a product. Nice. Yes, that's awesome. Well, that's all I had uh, questions for you today. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to jump in, even though you've been working. So I appreciate the uh, just sharing the stories and the uh, you know tips for anyone listening. Anything else you want to say to people listening before we before we head out? Mm, no, not really. Uh, just that don't uh, stop uh, thinking and imagining new ways of uh, modeling and producing creations because there is almost no limits with 3D printing. So you can take advantage of, of this, this technology. Yeah, we jump on it, guys. We got, yes, thank you. Well, thank you, Javier MacGyver. Again, go check out his website. Go check out his Instagram, his all his models, and support him, print them, and uh, let them know what you think. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. Later, Javi. Thank you all so much for listening with us today. And thanks again to Javier, a.k.a. MacGyver, for hanging out with me. Remember to check out his website and Instagram at MacGyver. I'll put the links below. And while you're there, go ahead and download and 3D print one of his adorable designs. I just got the ladybug and super excited about that. Also, be sure to check in next week. We're going to be talking to Ed from the Institute of 3D Printing, a.k.a. IO3DP. Ed's training platform is for anyone who wants to get perfect and reliable prints every time. They have crazy in-depth training videos and everything from tuning your first 3D printer to advanced training on Cura, Prusa Slicer, or Simplify 3D. I think y'all are going to love it. While you wait for the next episode, remember to get yourself a Print That Thing membership over at PTT.Live so you can start 3D printing your own ideas. I'm Jay Wall, and as always, keep creating.